Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. That he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. Ephesians chapter 3, verses 16 through 19. Delilah once asked Samson, What is the secret of thy great strength? We know that it was the anointing, for no man can do the things that Samson did without it. Yet we can also see something very clearly in the way that he lost the anointing. When he began to love something more than God, He lost it and became as other men. Faith, which is trust, humility, and selflessness drive the anointing. But what drives these things? It's love. Love is the key. Remember, Jesus said that if we love him, we will keep his commandments. John said that we come to love him because that we realize how he first loved us. So today, take time to meditate on the love of God, on what he has already done to prove that immense love. Think on Gethsemane and Calvary Think on the cat of nine tails, the weight of the cross of our sins under which he fell. Think on the way that he held you through your hurts, your dark hours, through your losses, your loneliness, your brokenness, the rejections of men, your own Gethsemane moments. Think on this. And remember his faithfulness. Remember his promises. Remember all of your mistakes and failures for a moment. And how he was so willing to pick you back up, dust you off, and keep teaching you to walk the narrow path with patience and tender kindness. Remember his goodness. He has not changed. He is the truth, the way, and the life. And those things don't change. The truth does not change. The narrow way does not change. Eternal life does not change. But we can choose to walk away from them and step onto the wide path that leads to destruction. The easy and pleasing way in the moment. 
if something has changed, it's not him. It's your faith, your heart, your vision of him. It's because you have chosen to walk away from the truth. You have forgotten how much he loves you. When Samson began to love something more than God, to give Delilah his utmost attention, he lost his anointing, his strength, his glory, his authority, and eventually his vision. My friend, the enemy will steal everything from you if you allow that Philistine spirit to seduce you. A little ease here, a little pleasure there, a little entertainment, and before you know it, you are asleep in Delilah's lap and you don't even realize that you are on the wide path and that the enemy lieth at the door. Oh, I think it's so sad that when the Philistines knocked and Samson jumped up out from his slumber and ran into the battle. And it says he didn't even realize that the Lord wasn't with him. Oh, how easily he was defeated. He had lost the anointing. Oh, seduced and powerless church, come back to your first love. And do as you did at the first. Love him with all of your heart. Lean not unto your own understanding. In all of your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. He will get you back on the straight and narrow one. Walking it daily with the one that you love. The only one who will never fail you, the one who truly loves you and learn or relearn to love him too, to give him priority, your undivided attention, to trust him with everything and every decision. Give him your faithfulness and he will give you the greatest gift ever given. Himself, the anointing. Then you will go out into the harvest fields together with power, strength, glory, vision, and much fruitfulness. This is the key to carrying the anointing. The fullness of God's kingdom manifested in the earth through us, the bride of Christ, his faithful ones who cherish above all their first love. Oh, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might or power by his spirit in the inner man, 
that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height and to know the love of Christ, which must be received by faith because it passes all knowledge or carnal understanding that ye might be filled with all of the fullness of God by it. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power which worketh in us unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages and world without end. Amen. Ephesians chapter 3 verses 16 through 21. O oh Lord, forgive us for busyness, for distractions, for the idols that arise in our lives, even with good intentions. If it takes our eyes and focus off of Jesus, it's a wolf in sheep's clothing. It's a lulling that puts us to sleep in Delilah's lap, that old Philistine spirit. That says it's okay to be like the culture. It's okay to have another lover. No. We are the bride of Christ. He is our first love. Our whole heart's desire. Undivided attention. Unchallenged. Faithful. Give us hearts, Lord, that hunger and thirst after you. As the deer panteth after the waters of the brook, let our hearts so long for you. Let time in your presence be our day's greatest blessing. Let us seek for it every moment that we are away. Let us pray and praise and maintain our faith as we hang on every word that you say. Teach us to order our day. Convict us of anything that gets between us. Prepare a place in our hearts and in our homes where you can visit with us. Because we truly can do nothing without you. We need you. We need to be connected to the root We need to abide as a bride does in order to produce good fruit. We repent of losing sight and affection for our first love. Oh Lord, we repent for the church at large for losing the anointing, which is Jesus. Don't think that you can win this fight with the tools of the culture or you'll find yourself as Samson did, unprepared, overtaken, bound, and without vision. Oh, 
But where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And where is the spirit of the Lord? Scripture says that he inhabits the praises of the remnant in the places where they give him their full attention, their whole heart, with all of their strength and might and being. You might call them eccentric. God calls them the remnant. Oh Lord, may we pray today that we might be found counted to be among them. Because as we read in the book of Daniel, in these last days, it is them who will be strong and do great exploits for God's kingdom. You can't serve two masters. You can't be married to Jesus and to Delilah. Your heart can't be divided. It's time to choose a side, to be a faithful bride. Because in the days that are coming, you will need the anointing. Those without it will be found disappointing, to say the least. So get on your knees. Come humbly before your king. Repent. Recommit. And pledge to him your faithfulness. Jesus, we recognize that we can do nothing without you. That according to you yourself, we must abide. We must remain in the presence connected to the vine. You said, ask and we shall receive. So today we ask in faith that you will give freely. Oh Lord, pour in us, on us, and through us the anointing. Without you, what we say is but empty words of vanity that will not save. Without you, we can go through all of the motions, but it's nothing more than performance. Without you, we are but dead men's tombs. Polished and playing the part on the outside, but what resides on the inside? You are the way, the truth, and the life. And if you are not in us and coming through us because that we have been saturated by your presence in the prayer closets, then what we have to offer is but death and emptiness and vanity. As we are told in the book of Ecclesiastes. So Lord, today, with all of our heart, we ask to be filled with you, that your words may come through and that your acts may be performed in the earth. That just as you said, because the spirit of the Lord is upon me, then I will preach the truth to the poor and the meek and the lonely and the broken and the forgotten. I will tell others of the day of judgment that is coming. We will minister freedom 
to those who are held captive in bondage. We will see the opening of blinded eyes because that they will be born again and begin to see the reality of the kingdom of God. The sick will be healed, the dead will be raised, the impossible will be made manifest in these last days, not because of us, but because of Jesus, because of the anointing, because of his presence being made manifest through his humble vessels who have set aside their time and their lives to sacrifice, to give up their will that his might be fulfilled. Oh Lord, fill us up and send us out that you might be poured out and all doubt erased. Yes, there will always be the prideful who refuse to see the truth right in front of their face. But you were more than willing to prove the validity of your testimony and the power of your grace. Because where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom, there is deliverance, there is salvation, life-changing power of your grace that leads men to repentance and holiness. Oh Lord, we ask for your anointing. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.